This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. I'm Christina Pittam, a creator and entrepreneur. And I'm Danielle Alexandra, a stylist and content creator. And we are In In Case Case You You Haven't Haven't Heard Podcast. Podcast. We're giving you the behind the scenes and an inside scoop of what really goes down. So you know exactly what the fuck is going on. Welcome back, guys. We are finally back after a week off. Did you miss us? I'm sure you guys did, um, but we wanted to take the time off for a very important reason. We thought that there were voices that needed to be amplified other than our own, so we decided to take the week off, and we pre-recorded this episode, so we thought that this week would be the perfect week to launch it. Yeah, so um, just to kind of recap on everything that's been going on, I'm sure all of you are very well aware of, you know, how heavy last week was due to all of the current like worldly situations going on. Um, You know, it's been a really tough year and this week has been another or raised another example of how we all need to be a little bit more, you know, aware socially of our environment, but of our, you know, community and of everyone being equally represented in our community. Um, and, um, I mean, we're not going to list a bunch of resources and stuff for you guys. I'm sure you guys have heard or read or seen a lot out there. There's been amazing work being done on social media on all platforms, um, which has been incredible. We have taken the time ourselves to educate ourselves and to share as much information. We also posted some lists for you guys on our Instagram. There are some podcasts, movies, Netflix series that you can watch and listen to. I've personally throughout the week have been listening to 1619 podcast as well as Code Switch and both of those are great and so well produced there's music integrated into it. It's really (laughs) it's just really a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are kind of frivolous and I mean I do listen to educational podcasts but these ones were really powerful and um you know every single episode that I listen to I learn something new of course so highly recommend that and Danielle and I have also taken you know the time to really think about how we can integrate you know and amplify these voices on our platform as you guys know we interview guests all the time we love having guests on I think that's one of my favorite parts personally and you know just having guests on that have you know a story to tell and we have some exciting guests potential guests in the works so hopefully you guys will be tuning in for those in upcoming episodes um but yeah we just really just hope you guys are doing okay you're keeping well keeping safe most importantly and um we're always here if you want to reach out and remembering to recharge because although last week was a really tough week and movement is being made, I really want to take moves in my own life and keep myself accountable in my online life or URL. Using as, your voice. And, yeah. and as well as in real life mm-hmm. continuing this movement because I think it's so exciting 
seeing what's going on in the world, the biggest civil rights movement ever. Yeah, this which is going is down history. in history, yeah. which is uh, incredible, which is, at last. Yes. At last. So recharge, regroup, and then make sure you're taking care of yourself, and then you can take care of everyone else. Absolutely. Like I mentioned before, this episode was pre-recorded a while ago now, or a few weeks no, ago. No, just a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah, so Danielle and I touch on our personal journeys of you know, how we've kind of grown into the women we are now. And I think a lot of women, young women go through their own journeys. But we found when we were discussing, there were so many things that really resonated with both of us that we found we shared in common, which we never really discussed before. So it's a pretty vulnerable chat. We did have to record this episode a few times. Yes. It didn't flow as well as the first time we brainstormed. It flowed so well. The ideas were rolling out. And then we tried to record. We kept like, stumbling yeah. on our words and <laughs> obviously everybody is different everyone you know looks different but everyone also their bodies work differently right so things that we talk about on the episode ways that we've dealt with things is pro- might be different than the way that is most effective for you to deal with things if we're talking about say diet or exercise so just please take that into consideration um these are, are just our journeys yeah these are our journeys we are not experts at all um we are just talking about our personal experiences um to share with you guys so with that um we hope you guys enjoy and we are Recording an episode for like the fourth, third or fourth yeah, time. Yeah, and it's no. a Sunday, so it's been a interesting slow morning. And we thought we might do a better job of recording this time around because it is a Sunday. Normally record on the weekdays and we're a little bit like stressed out and like anxious. I feel at least for me, like especially because we record at like 11 and I feel like I still have so many things to check off my to-do list that day. So yeah, I'm not, during the day. So you kind of have to buzz through it. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily in the right headspace. But anyway, we're bringing this episode back around again. Um, we're hoping that the fourth time will be the charm. Yeah, it's been a it's been a struggle because we when we were kind of getting all of our notes together for like this brainstorming. episode, we had such a free flowing conversation for I want to say like over an hour. Pretty and much. then when we sat down to dive deeper into the points and record the episode, it was so boring and it wasn't flowing. It was very rigid and we felt like this topic deserved like the same authentic approach that we had the first time exactly we were talking about it um so the topic for today is body image and now that we've said all that it might make a little bit more sense to you guys to why it's so difficult to discuss or to kind of talk about in an authentic way um especially because this episode is going to be part one of our body image I guess you could call it a series but we're just going to break down the the theme into two into two parts because there's so much to talk about Um, but the first one's going to be about our personal journeys so that being said um, it's obviously more of a sensitive topic it's a little bit more vulnerable which again is something that we are excited to share because we want to be open with you we want to be transparent like Christina said just have an open conversation about because some of the things that we were talking about when we first you know thought of the topic we related to each other so much and things that we hadn't known about each other yet yeah which was interesting as well yeah and we both have very different bodies I mean we don't have similar I I don't view our bodies as as similar um so we thought that because we related to each other that hopefully you guys will relate to our stories and relate to our thoughts on body image and 
maybe it will help you out or totally and I think everyone goes through a very different body image journey you know from starting from when they were younger and they started to observe how their body was in comparison to their friends or their peers and then moving into your adolescence where your body obviously goes through so many changes at different times than your friends and then you know with social media being so prevalent now comparing yourself constantly especially if you are on there more of yourself compared to people who you know have a sexier body or fitness models or bikini models and then striving for these you know potentially unrealistic goals um where if you never get to which you probably won't get to you'll never feel satisfied with yourself so this whole mindset is something that I think we struggle through our whole lives and Danielle and I want to kind of get into like our different body image journeys since we were younger um again we found a lot of similarities as we were talking about this in our first little discussion of the topic um but we definitely think some of you guys may may resonate with it as well so so why don't we start with, okay, what's your first memory? I'm even trying to think back and thinking about my first memory, but like what's your first memory of food and your relationship with maybe food or like maybe your body? Do you remember that? Okay, I guess maybe one of the first times was when I would shop. I, I started shopping at Abercrombie and Hollister. Okay. Okay. And I was like, too small to fit into the double zero but I was also like not a teenager so like maybe like maybe 14 13 maybe I actually went to Australia that year I remember we went and we bought some stuff and then I went to Australia and there's like literally a photo right over there on the left with that white dress my mom that's my that's my brother (laughs) I think he's wearing a towel but (laughs) I'm on the That's I'm on the funny. right and I'm wearing like this That's like floral blue top with like shorts? Bermuda shorts. Okay, yeah, I see you. That's, so I thought that. <laughs> no, so that top is Abercrombie, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, so I was 14 and I was in a double zero. I was smaller and I was like, oh, this, I was like annoyed in a way because I remember in the change room I had to try the stuff on. The tops were like, I was extra small obviously because I was smaller and the bottoms were like a bit too big and I was like, oh, I just wish I could fit, fit into these. But like I was just young. So like it made sense. I wasn't shopping at a kid's store I was shopping at an adult store I'm trying to think back to when I was in grade school because that's definitely when I noticed bodies more or like at least I noticed that I was insecure about my body at that age and I mean middle school is always a rough time for everyone that was definitely my roughest really yeah I yeah definitely middle school I was chubby okay so I basically was diet I guess dieting at like a super young age because I just felt I don't remember like I remember feeling like okay I need to lose weight but I don't remember like other emotions other than that like I just remember feeling like okay I need to lose weight and then I did and then it was fine did your parents have any like play into that no no not at all I just decided I, I don't that's what I don't remember is I don't remember the day that like I decided that like this is what I'm gonna do I just I guess I was more conscious of being skinny the people around me the I what I was what I was consuming I, I, I guess at that time it was magazines and I decided like okay I want to lose weight so then 
I guess in grades no what elementary that was elementary and then like middle school was when I was I lost weight so is it because you wanted to go into middle school like looking different because you're in a new crowd at all did that play into it at all no because I was with the same people same people cool just wondering it was just something that I wish I remembered I wish I I just don't and then I and then from that point on I was just conscious of how I looked and I was also a dancer growing up so I feel like you know being in a leotard and being in tight clothing definitely you're like looking at yourself in the mirror more you're more aware of your body I agree with that as um, well because I I was in dance not like that intensely but I started dance like later on later in life I was probably like 16 15 six yeah 15 or 16 maybe 15 um but for me it was yeah I'd always like see how I looked in the room but then also I think in comparison to the other dancers yeah because I was always a small kid it was it's weird though because I was a small kid and I was always in ballet the the thing that is foggy from my personal memory is like what I was eating before that maybe I just literally deleted that from my memory and along with that I just remember there was like a maybe a year of photos and I like totally just threw out all of those photos because I just did not want to remember that time you threw out photos from when you were like in your chubby phase yeah but when I was not now when I was young after I like lost weight lost like how many I was fucking like 12 no I was 13 I don't remember sorry say that again like how many years after would you say Oh, like right after I, I like was like, I guess, quote unquote, happy with how I looked. Mm-hmm. I like went through photos. I remember finding them and then just being like, oh, I just don't want these around because I just don't want to remember that. So then I just like threw them out. I also remember finding like workout videos in my basement that my mom had like Jane Fonda and all of these. Oh my God, I love that. And doing Iconic. and doing these VHS tapes like in my basement. And also I, I danced. So I never really worked out. Like I, I was on track afterwards and I did like, ba- I played basketball briefly. So you never like did cardio to lose weight? I was just dance. You would just dance the whole time and what you did was just change the way you ate mostly at that yeah. time yeah I, it wasn't like a workout thing well that was like our first experience with dealing with body didn't really relate because you were smaller yeah so for me it didn't really start to come into like the forefront until more recently and for you I guess it started earlier but where we also both kind of see eye to eye is now I and for the past few years I find myself looking back at old photos of myself not even old like three four years ago and thinking like oh my god I look so slim but remembering at that time that I did not feel that way at all I think it's important to state here just be try to be happy and content with your body yourself who you are now because I feel in the present in the present because I feel like so many people are like I will be happy if I lose five pounds I will be happy if I looked like this I will be happy with even nothing to do with body image or you know weight I will be happy if I have this if I get this job if I 
do this like just be happy in the moment because I wish that back then because I know looking at those photos now seeing myself I'm like oh wow I was so I was so skinny like I it was so tiny not even skinny because mm-hmm. I feel like that has a maybe a negative connection to it but I look at those photos and I'm I'm shocked that I look like that because I know at that time you weren't satisfied I, I wasn't satisfied and I know that I had no con- connection to actually like what I looked like yeah and I think that might be like common for a lot of people like I just I, I was I'm just so surprised at how I can look back because I think because we're on social media and stuff more and I've been doing this for a while now looking back at photos of myself and being like oh I always like noticed my face the most and like I didn't have a double chin and I'm like what happened what has changed I eat way healthier now um, but there's so many factors that play into it. And we'll give you guys some like tools for this, like at the end of the episode. Another thing that we found similar going through the topic with each other was when we were eating something maybe naughty or bad, like for example, chips or chocolate or ice cream, we were we would then go look at our stomachs in the mirror to see like the damage we have we we've done and like if we were at least for me like if I was like oh it's not that bad like I would continue to eat more and if not then I would stop the mirror checking the mirror checking your stomach for me like lasted up until probably like a year ago I think a year and a half max but probably closer to a year ago and yeah whenever for me it's like I always think I have a super sensitive stomach um I'm that's why I'm so cautious with what I eat for a while when I was like in my early teens and like later teens all throughout high school beginning of university I would be more mindful of what I ate um I like in university cut out gluten cut out meat all these things to try and figure out this like bloating thing but that also mixed with this you know concept of body image and I guess ideal that I had for what I wanted to look like or what my stomach should look like um, led me to yeah whenever I would eat if it was specifically something that's not necessarily as healthy but even even so like whenever I would eat um, if I ever passed by a mirror I would lift up my shirt and check my how my stomach was and when you say it out loud it obviously sounds like why the fuck do you do that? You guys are probably like, that's so fucked up. That's no, but it's serious, a reality. You have serious like mind body disconnect. But the thing is, I and the fact that Danielle and I share that in common makes makes us think that it's definitely something that other people have experienced as well. And it's such a strange thing to do. It's like you're you're relating the way that you feel about yourself by the way that your one part looks. But it's just like, that's just like how it is. And that's just how it was. Um, And even now, like now I don't do that. I don't know why I just kind of like stopped, which is good. (laughs) I don't necessarily have like the ultimate and strongest perception of my body now, but um, I don't do that. Like now for me, like sometimes I'll still like feel my stomach, you know, if I feel bloated or whatever. And again, I do think I still have some gut health that I need to sort out <laughs> um hence all the supplements that I take but yeah it's just it's just crazy how like disconnected you can feel from your body and I think the ultimate goal for me is just to have like this for my mind and my body to be so connected where like I don't think about how I look when I think about how I should feel I just feel and I feel comfortable with whatever I'm sitting in basically my body that's something that I'm working on currently because I, 
also in the queue, I should say. Got that. That's not an original thought, but I That's queue for quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Um during this time, I definitely have been gaining weight and I feel like more than ever I appreciate working out because I don't enjoy working out at home so I'll go for walks and I enjoy I think the point for me that I'm trying to like hone in on is even though I don't like doing high intensity workouts right now or I don't like working out at home I can still go for walks and I can still move my body I can still do short ab circuits I can still you know lift some weights and it doesn't have to be like you know, an hour long intense workout and I can still eat what I want to eat. I think before I would be like, oh, I would work out for a high in, you know, an hour intensely. And then I, and then I'd be like, oh, now I can eat kind of whatever I, not whatever I, I want. Versus yeah. Versus like we're, being like restrictive. Yeah. And I, and especially now I'm just eating what I want to eat because I want to eat it. And maybe I'm more full, but being okay with that and knowing that I can always work out later. I think I still do from time to time, you know, peek at myself in the mirror. Like when I'm before I go, go to the, sh- it's not every time I see a mirror, but it's like before I get into the shower, I'm like, oh, whoa, that like seems bigger than it was before. So let's kind of touch on that. People have different perspectives on the eat workout sort of balance if you want to call it I know for myself I was never the person like I never thought I'm gonna work out so I can eat whatever I want but I remember like there's so many people that I know a lot of people who are like super jacked too like I remember in university there was this one girl who's like super fit had like the nicest butt like strongest arms but like to eat whatever she wanted and she'd like get drunk and like would eat like a whole box of pizza like whatever but I always, my perspective was always, I want to eat well and work out. I'm like, so I can be like the absolute, you know, in the best shape. So it was never like this, so I can do this. It was like, it again, I think this comes back to just me having more of this like health approach to, to my fitness journey versus like weight loss. But it's more like tying everything together. Like I really want to like, look this way because I'm like I put so much effort into eating clean and like to not putting like shit into my body other than alcohol you know which I've been cutting down on more recently but I know some people maybe this is more in the light that you kind of saw it's like I'm just gonna work out so I can eat whatever I want and a well, lot of people do that which is great I just I don't know for me it was never never the case never the case I mean I know that the, you're abs are they start in the kit like they start in the kitchen they say what's the phrase they're made in the kitchen they're made in the kitchen thank so you so it's that 80 20 I know rule. that something that I guess I should state with the whole working out and then eating whatever I want is from from before from before like fr- before quarantine quarantine <laughs> the queue the queue uh, I've also heard uh Bretman Rock was like the quarantina which I thought was cute I love that. Yeah. Someone's calling me Princess Quarantina right now. There you go. So, <laughs> so before the queue, I would, I love eating when I'm super hungry. So not that I would starve myself all day intentionally, but because of my busy schedule, I would, you know, have a coffee in the morning, bring it with me. And then I would not 
have a chance to eat until like five o'clock and then I was like super hungry when I got home and then I would eat like a large meal which is not necessarily the healthiest thing and then also because of my digestive issues because I am inflammatory to a lot of foods sometimes I'm just not hungry like when I wake up I don't wake up hungry so I love working out in the morning because then it it makes me hungry same I love that so I love working out in the morning more than anything else just because it starts my day off like I can eat or else I just don't feel like eating breakfast and I don't like eating on a if you're not actually hungry if I'm not actually hungry which is then I feel like I'm eating on a full stomach which is not enjoyable for me at all and I feel like I'm just eating just to eat which is which sets me up to just eat throughout the whole day does that even make sense? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, a lot of people, I mean, first of all, one of the like best tips for like life longevity is to only eat when you're hungry. So only eating once or twice a day is actually highly recommended and to only eat when you're actually hungry and to, it's actually good to feel that sense of, oh my gosh, like I'm starving. You know, when people say I'm starving, it's actually good to feel that because and make yourself go through that a little bit, almost like a fast, because then when you do eat, your your organs have like taken that break and then are ready to like yeah. you know break down all that. Whereas how yeah you we're eating like that before versus now. So from before, I would like I said, I would work out in the morning. I would then become hungry for breakfast or lunch at that point, and then I would have lunch and then you know a dinner. Whereas now. I feel like in the morning I'm just waking up and eating and then I have lunch and then I have dinner. Whereas before, because I would be out and about, like I wouldn't have all of those meals and I don't, and now I think it's like, I don't need all of those meals personally for my body. Like I know that I don't need that much food, but, and then I look at these, I look at these what people eat in a day videos and I'm like that's all they ate (sighs) I cannot relate at all like at all because they eat like I know like the rice cakes it's just like yeah it's just so unrelatable like they eat maybe a smoothie in the morning for breakfast which is fine or like a yogurt bowl which is fine because that's usually what I have but then their lunch is like a small salad and their dinner is like a wrap which is you're like you had no snacks in between but it's like (laughs) I eat a side salad for like my dinner vegetables and that's your lunch like I just it's just so unrelatable especially when I'm home and like there's so many things in my pantry I'm eating that it's so exciting and and if you live with people too like if you're at home alone and you're living by yourself I used to control what I bought because I don't have self-control like I if I have chips in the fridge or in the fridge in the pantry I'll eat them So I would just not buy them. But living with people, and it's not like I'm blaming living with people. But if they have snacks that they want and then you're hungry, you're going to probably dabble. And then I eat them. And then I eat them and then they get mad at me because I eat the snacks. But it's like they're there, you know. So the way that you ate before this quarantine and then now. It's just because of my busy schedule. When I'm busy, I don't think about food. But when I'm at home sitting, doing work at home, I'm thinking about the snacks I have in my pantry. Yeah, no. but how <laughs> That's you, just what it is. No, for sure. So before, you just touched on how you have no willpower. And I honestly can relate. It's really hard. Um, until more recently, I had 
I like if there's like a birthday party I'm at or whatever and there's bowls of chips like I'm always gonna have some but how did you eat when you live by yourself versus now so when I was living alone in Florence um I was there for a year and I knew that I have no self-control in 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 that if I have chips or if I have ice cream junk food I'll eat it or even just pasta or whatever something that's bad for you considered bad for you I would just shop daily or every other day and just get the the things that I um, needed so I wouldn't have any extra food in the house and at that time too like I was young it's not like I was really entertaining people so it's not like I needed things on hand to you know make a charcuterie board or like have like wine like I would just literally get the necessities for what I needed at the moment unless someone was visiting me and then I would get extra so I was very very regiment like I, I had so much control over what I had in my house or in my apartment at the time that the self-control wasn't well there I wasn't dealing with that because I just what I would just avoid it so that's something that to this day like I've never really dealt with like self-control issues because it was just I I just avoided it altogether but even so even so you're doing that um but then you were living in Italy right so like obviously yeah you, like I dabble still... into like all like the delicious pasta oh of course I would have pasta pizza ice cream every day like gelato every day oh my God, gelato but in the summer. I was also walking everywhere so I was walking I would probably out of the whole in the whole year I maybe took a cab like once or twice I don't even remember like I walked everywhere and it just, I wasn't, I was doing some high intensity, not, at, no, that's a lie. I was, I had a gym membership, but I didn't take any like high intensity classes at the time. I was, I'm just trying to think. So it was all, I did cardio at the gym. I would do weights at the gym, but I would go maybe like, yeah, like I would, I wasn't doing any, like not classes every day at all or, you know, hit classes or anything like that. I was just walking every single day. So your lifestyle, healthy, active lifestyle of like literally just walking around offset, like whatever, you know, heavier foods you were eating. And you, how did you feel about your body at that time? Looking back now, like that was probably the skinniest I was ever. Or at least when I look back at pictures, it's like, wow, I was that tiny. Like again, it's that looking back and like, but did you feel in that time, like good with no. your body? Well, I mean, I just thought, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm abroad. I'm, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> whatever. I, yeah, I didn't think positively, but I didn't think negatively about my body. It was just like my body. And then now, looking back at pictures, I just think, wow, I should have appreciated that, or at least maybe it's because I considered myself like an adult at that time. So I, I'm like, oh wow, I wish I was like that now. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like from before, even if you were smaller, you can't really relate to those those pictures because it's unrealistic for you to compare yourself to when you were like an 18 year old woman. It has no significance to my life right now because it's like it just doesn't matter. And that's something that I have to have to tell myself because I have a lot of clothes in my closet that I've kept like size 24 jeans in my closet that I fucking tried to put on and they don't fit like they just don't fit anymore. They just don't fit. 
and I just have to get over it that I'm like now I ordered a 26 denim forum pant on Aritzia like during quarantine because I was like oh I'll order 26 I cannot sit down I did them up and I can stand up but I literally cannot sit down and I'm just it I know jeans every jean is different sometimes you go up sometimes you go down but it's like I just have to get over it and just get over the fact that like maybe these jeans aren't going to fit me anymore and I'm just I'm at the age now that I just have to move on and just I'm a new size because I guess for the last like I don't know. Since I, you were 18? I, I literally do not remember being a different size. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucked up, guys. So do you think like then you're kind of, this is helping you take away that pressure of like having to fit this mold that you set for yourself of what you should look like or this ideal? I guess. Let's go into like, why do we put pressure on ourselves at all? Like for me, it's always been... Like, the way I look right now, I know is not that the way that I... It's not the best I could look. Okay. Like, I know I'm not doing everything in my power to be, like, the healthiest I could be. Like, I mentioned very briefly, I know if I didn't drink at all and didn't have any of that added sugar, my body would be better because then I wouldn't be going out at night because then I would be having junk food when I came home from the bar and I always used to tell myself these things. Now it's less prevalent because I'm not going out. We're all, you know, we've been isolated for like a while. But I still don't feel satisfied. And now I'm realizing that there's all these other players that might affect your body weight, um, like stress levels, like cortisol. Stress is a huge one. Yeah, like I, again, I mentioned I have like, I think I have some gut issues. But I'm like, I feel like I'm so bloated. I didn't eat anything like bad. Like, I don't understand what's going on. I didn't drink. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it is. And that is obviously going to affect my body. So I need to also register factors in like that. And I think as we get older, we start to understand those things a little bit more. You know, it's they always say like, if you follow the same workout and like, they don't always say this, I'm just saying this, but if you follow the same workout as someone and the exact same diet plan, your body, because it looks different, will not look exactly the same as theirs, no matter how closely you follow it. Not feeling bad because you're eating something that might be bad for you. If you want to eat that, eat it. If you want to eat healthy, eat healthy. Because there's always, and I know, I know people say like, oh, the diet starts tomorrow. But just because you put on a few pounds today doesn't mean you're more or less than you were two pounds ago. So re- what it really comes down to is your mindset and not associating yourself only to, you know, the way that you feel that you look or the way that you look, but to really focusing on all the other incredible things that you have going for you as well. All the amazing things about you that people look at you for probably most likely like 99% sure more than the way that your body is shaped. Um, Again, it's hard. It's a process. um, But I think just like actively being aware of that and trying to like make little changes as you as you can um, and as you feel motivated to, I think is a good start. And you mean, you just heard our journeys and we're not nearly close to the end of ours either. So we're slowly learning and trying to love ourselves more. It's all a part of growing up and growing as a human because, I mean, even now, 
when I say, oh, like I gained weight or I feel gross, people will sometimes say to me like, oh, you don't look like you did or, oh, you like you look the same. And then I try to put on my pants and they don't fit. I think it's just loving yourself no matter what. And as you grow up, you grow to love yourself more. And hopefully us being vulnerable in this conversation, you may be related to us or maybe you just enjoyed listening to us talk but we we hope that that the reason why we did this was because we really just hope that this resonates and you guys can relate to this and if you're struggling with body image or you're feeling a little bit down maybe in the queue that this will just lift your spirits in some way yeah and and you don't need to look at social validation for the way that you should feel about yourself I think that's kind of what it comes down to and that's what we're going to talk about more in our upcoming episode. So part two of this will be focused on the way that the social platforms have really played a role in highlighting these two extremes that we talked about, you know, the overworking out, over healthy, extreme fitness side and body shaming side. So thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. We know this was a little bit of a lengthier one. Um, and you know where to find us. You haven't heard podcast.com. Or you can visit me, Danielle, at All Things Coveted on Instagram. And I am Christina Pinham on Instagram. And guys, please shoot us a message or a DM if you have any questions or any personal struggles that you're going through because we'd be more than happy to answer them on the next episode. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.